Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome. This is the Breaking Free Show. My name is Marilyn Shannon, and I don't think I can wipe this smirk off of my face today. This is going to be one of the shows that I think um, is just going to bring a tickle to your heart and a smile to your face and a dream to dream forever. And um, I'm really excited about today. Um, we have Barton and Megan Cutter on the show, who are dear friends of mine, and um, met them several years ago. They've been on the show before. And along with them, we have another special guest today, David Batten and his mom, Linda, are, call, are Skyping in with us from Australia. And before we get started, I just want to say hello to Amnon, who's busy, busy, busy over there. Hello. How you doing? Doing just fine. Yeah. Got you, you had real a good busy. weekend, huh? Uh-huh. I had a real good weekend. I for, went to the beach with my family for uh, two nights and a full day. My, my children, my daughters, their husbands... My beautiful grandchild, my mother, my husband, it was a blast, and um, I'm all for going away and having a good time. And it just makes you, you know, it's interesting, because we haven't been away all summer, and it's our first, it was our first time we shared this really lovely little condo and at the beach, and it just makes you want to create more, it makes you want to um, just do the things that um, you can do so that you can enjoy your life and to the fullest, and I'm all for enjoying our lives to the fullest and getting away and enjoying ourselves. So um, I don't know how many, I, back in February, I do know actually, back in February, Megan and Barton were on our show. And I love them because they're living outside the line. And that's where Breaking Free goes. Breaking Free is about living outside the line. And <laughs> I love living there. So, and so does Megan and Barton. And they have this beautiful love affair and they intrigue me every time I'm with them and I get to be in their space. Uh, Barton has cerebral palsy. Megan does not. Um, Megan interprets for him on a regular basis, but he's so understandable. He's, he speaks with his entire heart and soul. And so you can't help, but, you know, understand him. So I want to introduce Barton and Megan and, uh, hello there, Barton and Megan. Oops. Hello. Hello. Hey, welcome. Thank you so Thanks. much. It's nice to have you again. It's wonderful to be back. Thank you, Barton. It's wonderful to have you back. Um, you know, love is a very, it's the most special thing. And I don't know if we all really understand what it means. But um, when you get to have an experience with people, when you get to share in something you may not be able to really put it into words but what you can do is you can have the feeling and if we can have the feeling and we share the feeling one by one then we change the way the world looks indeed. and um, what what was that indeed 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 is that what he said yes. yeah perfect so thank you i love it when i can understand um so when barton and megan came on the show um, sometime after that, my husband and I were having dinner with them, and um, Barton and Megan shared with us that our, the video that we had done with them, our show, had we had put it on YouTube and all that kind of stuff, just like we always do, and it was picked up by a newspaper, an online newspaper from India, and then also this this young, beautiful uh, young man had seen the video and wanted to have a relationship 
just like Megan, well, not maybe just like Megan and Barton, but similar to Megan and Barton, he wanted to have a love affair too. And so he saw the video and he contact, contacted Barton to um, be coached by Barton into being in love. I mean, amazing story. And so we want to welcome from Australia, Dave Barton and his mom, Linda. So welcome to the both of you. Hi. Hello. 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 What did he say? Hello. How are you doing? Perfect. I'm doing great. And I want everybody to know. What would you say, Dave? Fantastic. Fantastic. Thank you. Um, so I want everybody to know that Dave is an aspiring comedian, and he is extremely clever and funny. And before we started the show, his mom was sharing with us just a little bit of something that he said that he was speaking Australian what? Australian. Australian cerebral palsy. So Australian cerebral palsy. And it made me laugh. What? Dave says he's from New Zealand, but we're living in Australia. And he, one of his jokes is that he speaks Kiwi, Maori, Australian, and cerebral palsy. Perfect. Multilingual. Perfect. Thank you. So terrific. So, Dave, hold on just for a few moments, and I'm going to come back to you. I just want to go back to um, Megan and Barton. So um, I want you to tell us, you know, about a little about your love affair and how it got started. Well, typically we look at each other and we go, what part of our story should we share today? Yeah. <laughs> um, Barton and I met on February 15th in 2003 um, we train in martial arts so we had actually I had traveled I was living in Alabama at the time and had actually traveled to Arizona where Barton was in school um, for an informal martial arts seminar yeah. Barton was already um, Barton already knew so that, so um, the first time we met, um, we only had walked five minutes together, and, um, there were about five or six other people around, and I saw this beautiful movie. Sitting quietly on the couch, and she wasn't very oh. I got the feeling at the moment that she was trying to. <laughs> so, so, so he's saying that he only saw you for five minutes. Yes, and it was a group of our friends that were around us, and I was sort of sitting off of the corner. So Barton 
have a feeling that I was hiding my beauty. She was being very shy. I was. I was but, being very shy. But I was. I was taken by a sense of familiarity. And when we had a chance to get to know each other a little bit better at um, a longer seminar, we found out we both loved writing. We had similar family experiences. And I remember before we left, one of my friends ran up to me and said, Barton's leaving and, um, you know, he wants to see you. And I remember running over to the car where he was in and jumping in the back seat and giving him a, a kiss on the cheek and, you know, I didn't really know why yet. You know, I still wasn't quite there in terms of knowing my own feelings for Barton. But certainly, you know, we do things sometimes and we don't know why. And um, we exchanged emails and phone numbers. And when I got home, Barton had already emailed me. Um, so we started conversing over email and we sent poetry back and forth um, for about six months, seven or eight months, um, and we were engaged over um, Thanksgiving. So mm -hmm. in person, we had only seen each other about seven or eight days, but certainly we got to know each other on a very deep level during that time. So do you have a, um, do people think you're crazy? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> They're right. <laughs> they're right. We are. And they're right. We are. You are crazy. Why do you say that, honey? Oh. It takes a lot of courage and a lot of trust to live from the heart without worrying about the mundane stuff. Yeah. So I try and live from there as much as possible and over the years Megan you know, I grew up with a very uh, high fear base. So there was a concern about being safe and making sure everything was safe and secure. And we don't live a very secure life. You know, we jump out and go for our dreams and see what happens. And Sometimes it goes right and sometimes it doesn't, but without that courage and trust to really live outside of the box, it's, it's hard to do that. So, so it takes a lot of faith to do that. So do you, th so, and that's an interesting um, thing to talk about because you live so, so coming from fear, I mean, to be able to live outside, so outside the box, uh -huh. I mean, takes such courage. So how do you... How do you do that? Because, I mean, you're you're always there's something always going on in your life.
that you're having to deal with. You know, whether it's emotional, and we all do, emotional, physical, monetary, all kinds of things. But you really have so many, so much more deal to deal with than, like I do with my marriage. How do you do it? Megan? How do you do it? Well, before Megan responds, I want to say that I think it's illusion that we have more to do with than other people. Yeah. yeah, everybody has their their own things that they're going through and, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. So I think each one of us has, um, you know, things in our lives that we're working through and, and dealing with. I think for me... I tend to have a moment of freak out, and then I'm okay, and then I, I'm, I'm able to move through that and keep going. And through training in martial arts and, and, and being married to Barton, I think I've, I've learned that process a little bit more about how to just keep moving um, and how to move into the space that, where you want to go. So if there's a dream or something you're trying to achieve, you know, what steps or what attitude or what emotions can we bring to it that maybe, you know, we still have that fear inside, but we're still taking those actions even if we have that that feeling of hesitation or, or being scared. And that certainly has helped keep me going throughout those times when I've been afraid. So when you have a freak out, is it, is it because of your relationship? Um... Not, not really. I think, I think there are external things. It might be a change in job or a change, you know, right now we're working through a change in transportation, you know, so it, it it's, um, so, you know, a lot of times there are more external things. I think yeah. the wonderful thing about our, our relationship is that now we're, we feel like we're really, um, we're really solid together and we're yeah. flowing very well together. So yeah. how, how do you, I want you to describe for me, and then we're going to, I want to uh, talk to Dave some, but can you describe for me what it's like to live from the, from the, from one inside to another inside, as opposed from your shell to another shell? Do you know what I mean? Like we all, like I, when I'm listening to you, I'm thinking about, I'm having this vision of how we normally are in relationship. And it's, it's kind of like, our vessel, you know, our vessel to another vessel, our outer, our outer part to another outer part. You don't see the outer parts. You're only connecting from where we're supposed to connect from. And you're like in this, the truest sense of connection from the spirit to the spirit. How do you do that? Well, Was so, that a hard question for you, Barton? Because I don't think I've ever asked you a question you couldn't answer. <laughs> How do you do that? How do you connect spirit to spirit? Because out here in the world, and everybody that's listening, you know, if you're not in the chat, please sign your name, enter the chat. There's all kinds of great conversations. You can call in 919-518-9773, or you can Skype in computers 2K now. That's plural computers to, with the number 2K now. And the reason I'm asking this question is, there are people out here who want to be in love. 
and there's one one thing or another keeping them from doing that. People who are, you know, they, they don't, you know, they, they look a certain way, they act a certain way, their hair is this, their body looks like this, they come from here, they don't come from here, they have this money, they don't have this money. You are the example of everything. You've got the money issue, you have transportation issue, you have job issue, you have family issue, you have... Uh, the one thing you don't have is intimacy issues, but we'll get to that in a minute. I mean, they probably have the best sex life of anybody I've ever heard. But what is? But you do connect from the place that I would love to figure out how to describe and how you get there. So can you do that? Um. Yeah. Uh, so. I would share a little bit of my perspective. Um, for me, it's always been very natural. Okay, well, hold on. Take it. I want to take it a bit at a time. Yeah. Always feeling natural. Is that no. right? So for Barton, it's always been very natural. It's always been very natural. In my experience, uh, I found that because my physical body doesn't always operate the way I want it to. I I have had to find other ways to operate. Um um So, okay, Megan, can you say what he said so far? So, because Barton can't always get his body to operate the way that he wants it to, um, he finds a different way to connect. Yeah. Um, so, part of it for me is... What do I want people to see of me? So part of it is what, um, you know, what does, um, what does Barton want people to see of him? Do they, do I want them to see my disability? Do I want them to see my disability? So, you know, does he want them to see his disability? Or do I want them to see who I really am? Okay. Or does he want people to see who he really is? And he's a master <clears throat> at that. And that's, I think, that's a, I mean, just take, okay, everybody out here, just take that concept just that one huge small concept of 
allowing yourself to be seen for who you really are, who you really want to be. And that is from that place of deep down, from where you can come from to connect, to have whatever relationship, to be in whatever relationship you want to be in, is to come from that place that you, you emotionally, physically, spiritually, psychologically feel like you are. That's where you come from. Megan, what about you? I think it has come from acknowledging the God source, life source, whatever your spiritual beliefs are. Um, you know, we live in such a tangible world, um, but it's also that acknowledging that part within us that is the spirit. So when Barton and I um, are connecting and flowing really well together, working really well together, you know, we definitely feel that that flow. And, you know, when things get in the way here and there, and you know, things come up, you know, we have a tendency to go back and, and, um, and operate from a place of, you know, very tangible, what can I fix now? Or what can I do here to fix the situation where if we can let go of that, um, and, and, and stay more, um, more present and more fully into that place. Um, that's what I think really kind of keeps us, um, creates that connection. Beautiful. Okay, so hold on to that. And I'm going to uh, go to Dave and his mom, Linda. So, hey there, Dave. Hey, you've been so patient. Good. Okay, so, so Dave, remember, for those of you who are just tuning in, uh, Megan and Barton had been on our show before, and we love them here because they are outside the line of where we all, where I would love to see people be all the time have no box just go wherever they want to go like just you know <laughs> just throw a ball and go and they were on the show in february and um it was a great show and we talked a lot about a lot of things and i posted on youtube like i always do and dave from australia found the show and he is a beautiful young man of the age of 20 who wants to be like barton he wants to have be in a loving relationship and wanted to find out how to do it so barton has been coaching Dave into having a relationship. And I, I, Linda is here to help um, interpret uh, for, for Dave when we can't understand what, he's, what his heart is trying to say. But if you look at that young man's smile, oh my God, what else you gotta hear? So <laughs> Dave, so first of all, you came upon this video with Barton and Megan. And what did you see, honey? And what did you see? I'm sorry, Linda, I can't hear you. Dave said, I saw love. I saw love. And, and. That is red, pure. Okay, Linda, Linda, honey, I can't. You're going to have to get closer to your computer. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, that's okay. He um he saw love that is really pure. Oh. Uh, 
Oh, and passionate. And passionate. It's pure and passionate love. Oh That's what he said. And that is what Dave would like to have in his life. What, he's, what he sees in you guys. Wow. And so, yeah, Linda, tell me about your son from your from your eyes and your heart. Ah, oh, well, I um, think that Dave has great focus. He's a funny boy. He's used uh, humour uh, right throughout his life as a, a part of drawing people to him. Um, you mentioned his smile. Um, he has a beautiful smile and a beautiful heart. He's the oldest child in our family, and he's um, he's engaged. He's always engaged the other children in our family and all their friends and everyone around him using his humour. And he is very loving himself. And that's how, um, as Maiden said, that that you have he has an ability to draw people to him through that. So, and you you were telling us something about his T-shirt. What does his T-shirt say? He said he made this T-shirt at screen printing. Can I say what it says? Yeah. It says, no one can tell when I'm drunk. <laughs> no one can tell when I'm drunk. <laughs> because he's, uh, he's writing some scripts and um, he he's making a lot of cerebral palsy jokes as uh, part of a comedy sketch that he's going to be filming. And yeah. he's and he's doing this film for who? He's doing oh. it himself. He studied screen and me, me, uh, screen and media at uh, like uh, the equivalent of community college here, and um, he he uh, won the student of the year award for the local region of uh, seventeen campuses, and mm. he made friends with quite a few people that way and have kept in touch with. So they just go out and make little films sometimes. Um, and Dave's always expressed that he would like to make comedy, so he's got a few, like his ex-tutor and a few friends, and they're going to uh, just make this uh, comedy skit uh, very soon. And Dave's also uh, making a video clip for his twin sisters who are 15, who are musicians, um, and they, they play around the area locally. Um, he's going to produce their first um, video clip. <laughs> Although that's not going to be a comedy, that one, is it? So no. why a comedy, Dave? Why do you want to show uh, cerebral palsy in a comedy? Because a lot of silly things have happened... Um, uh, strange reactions sometimes to disability that David's been aware of in his life and um, it's a way for him to talk about it and break down the barriers. Uh, he said, can he tell you the story? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would thank you. Thank you so much. 
Uh, one day when he was about seven years old, he was crossing the road in his motorised wheelchair <coughs> in New Zealand. <coughs> A guy was driving towards him and he had to wait at the middle line. <coughs> He was staring at Dave like he was, he's, he's showing you how he was staring at him, um, looking at him like he was a zombie, basically. <laughs> he started going like this. Go on, you can do it. So he was trying to um, do a rude gesture to the guy. <laughs> and... Um, he nearly got run over as a result. Dave, I want to ask you something. <clears throat> where do you where do you get what you got from? Do you know what I mean? Like, where do you get your spirit from and your spunk? Where does it come from? He's always had, he's always been like this. Always. Always. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. telling us earlier about Sarah, or you didn't tell us. Who is Sarah? We didn't talk about Sarah. <laughs> Is it all right? 
Okay. He's just he's just turning red. That's all. So Sarah Sarah has a crush on him. Is that right? And he likes her too. So what did what has so did Sarah did did Dave and Sarah like each other before he met Barton, or did that start afterwards? He said, apparently Sarah has liked him since 2009, but you weren't really open to knowing that at the time, were you? No. Until after you were talking with Barton. So what happened after Barton? After what happened? Uh, well, after he'd been talking with Barton and having some coaching, um, suddenly one of his friends told him that uh, Sarah had a thing for him. And then what did you do? And he asked her out. So he asked her out on a date. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's just too good. <laughs> that's just too good. I hope everybody out here is just listening to this. That is just too good. Oh they're my going God. on their date uh, next week. Say that again um, about next week. They're going, to go on, they're going on their date next week. They've uh, had some time together. They've spent a bit of time together. Um, but they're going on their official date next week. So Dave's big um, thing to sort out now is how to do this. Uh-huh. Without having to have me or another caregiver around too much, so he's been talking with Barton about that. Yeah. <laughs> he said he needs to get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> not now, not now. Next week, not now. Now we want to keep her. <laughs> so I, I want to know. Um, what did what did Barton share with you? Can you share anything that Barton shared with you, Dave, about being in a relationship and how to go about it? I'm not sure about that. You can think about. He shared with Dave uh, the advice to have an open heart. Dave said he's really taken that on board. So let me ask you something, Dave. What is the difference? What do you What do you have to do to have an open heart? What does that look like? As opposed to being arrogant, because a lot of people out here in the world, they say they want something, but they don't open up really to having it. You know, we make all we make excuses. We do this. We do that. What was the difference for you? The difference for me, uh, 
interesting to me because you know um, and I'm sure a lot of a lot of you are out there are thinking or feeling the same as I am um, when you look at these men you really you see such strength and such character and charisma that you really do see like you, you really do see a, a sexy men what can I tell you <laughs> you really do see you know charisma and character and you know two men that are charismatic so you can see that you can see past these these things you know um and uh, you know call in share with me your thoughts 919-518-9773 i know so often you get so engrossed in listening to these shows that um you know you're just like there with your mouth open and not calling in but you know, if you have something to share, we'd love to hear it from you. Um, so where are you going to go on your date, Dave? He said, pro- I don't know, probably a cafe. A cafe. There's a lovely cafe in town. That's where you'd like to take her, yeah. So, Dave, where do you see yourself in, you know, a couple of years from now um, as far as in your relationship? (laughs) How the heck does he know that? Well, what's your vision? Well, maybe we need to He's not sure. I'm sorry, say that again? He's not really sure. Okay. I think he's looking at Barton now. <laughs> okay. All right, good. Well, I do want to... You know me, I'll give you answers. What did he say? Barton said, you know me, I don't give you answers. <laughs> <laughs> And I have to share yeah. this story. Yeah. Um, when Barton uh, took me on our first date, it was in Arizona, 
and there was a um, Chinese or sushi, it was a sushi place, and I, I was using a fork to help bar me, and it was my first experience in, in that. So, you know, I was using a fork, not really knowing what I was doing, and I was getting rice, oh, all over Barton. Yeah. And the next to last bite, yeah. Barton waited until the very end, and, and that smile, right, that smile, <laughs> he says, uh, oh, why don't you use a spoon? <laughs> so, so that was my, you know, I stayed, <laughs> but I can certainly recall the, um, that first day experience being very exciting and nerve-wracking and all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, you know, what's so funny. You made me think of, God, what are those stories of those first dates? Because, like, my first date with my first husband, who I really do like still, um, I had, a, um, like, a tooth, a bad tooth, and I was drinking Ambisol. And, you know, here I am on this first date, and I'm drinking Ambisol. So I'm sure we all have some crazy first dates. <laughs> Bart. I can definitely relate. You can definitely relate? To where there is um you know what I've found because I have beyond a lot of first dates and for a lot of people that was enough for them. <laughs> um, what I can say is whenever you meet the right one, it doesn't matter what you've put them through. Thing. Megan, can you um, interpret that? So Barton can definitely relate to, to Dave being on that first date. And, and as Barton was saying that, you know, as being on many first dates, you know, where that might have been enough for the girl. Yeah. Um, that when you find that right person, it, it, that, the right one, it doesn't matter what you put them through, they'll stay. And, and, I, and I have to say, I have a bit of a sense of humor, so I, I always enjoyed messing with them. Do <laughs> you like to mess with them? Yeah, yeah. You're kidding. In what way? Well, yeah, because it was it was a test of the own sense of humor. Yes, I, I agree with that. That sense of, of having our own sense of humor. I you know, I never laughed as, as hard as I have until I met Barton. I was so quiet and so reserved. I was the one sitting in the back of the class that you would hardly know was there. And Barton certainly has has brought out the sense of humor that was already within me. I just wasn't expressing it. So Yes, that's you know, and I think all all uh, Mr. Dave has to do is just put that smile on his face, 
and he's done deal, Dave. Done deal. Um, Barton, I want to ask you some, uh, and Megan, how's your book doing? Doing pretty well. Um, we we spent that month traveling all over the East Coast and Midwest, and we've done a lot of speaking. And of course, the book does better when it attached to. So the book has done really well. Mm -hmm. We've done a lot of traveling and speaking the last um, okay, few well, months. Okay, well, tell everybody what the name of the book is first. It's Ink in the Wheels, mm -hmm. okay. Stories to Make Love Roll. Okay. Okay. Ink in the wheels, stories to make love roll. Mm -hmm. And it's a and it's the, and it's your love story. It mm -hmm. is our love story. Yes. Okay. And and so you, this was published back in when? We published February. it in February. Okay. And, and it's, since it, then yeah, yeah. we've been traveling and speaking um, to conferences and groups and open mic nights um, all over the southeast. Mm -hmm. And it's a and it's a very well written, beautiful book and and. Uh, Megan and Barton have each taken, like, they take a chapter, right? So Barton writes a chapter, Megan writes a chapter, Barton writes a chapter, Megan writes a chapter. That's how the book has been done, right? Am I right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, I, you know, there's all kinds of stories. How do they find the book? You can order it on Amazon. It's available both on paperback as well as um, on Kindle. Um, so Am Amazon is and Barnes and Nobles, anywhere you, where you can order a book, you can find it. Or the book website, inkinthewheels.com. And the book website is inkinthewheels.com. So, um, Barton and Megan, you know, this book is extraordinary, and I, and I, you know, I mean, this ain't regular TV, so um, one of the things that, you know, is just so extraordinary about the book is how they go into their personal intimacy. Mm -hmm. Because it's a question that, you know, I think so often there are questions that we have at the tip of our tongue or at the tip of our head or at the tip of our heart that we don't always feel comfortable asking. So somebody, you know, like Barton and Megan get the opportunities to share these things. And so I would highly recommend for anybody, it doesn't matter whether you're in a disability, you have a disability, you don't, you're in a relationship with with somebody with a disability or not, or you're just in a regular relationship with had its own disabilities. This is a great book to read. It's a great love story, and it's for everybody. And the, the information about their passion and how they connect is really and truly a testament to being in relationship. And that anybody, whoever you are, wherever you are, you have no excuse to be in a relationship. If you want to be in a relationship, you have no excuse not to be. And we've discussed today several things about being in a relationship. And coming from that That's spiritual fun. space, that love space, anybody can be in a relationship. What, Barton? So, so I do want to add more than to be in a relationship with someone else. 
requires you to be in a relationship with yourself first. So to be in relationship with someone else requires for you to be in relationship with yourself first. Exactly. So Barton feels really free inside of himself, don't you, honey? Yeah. That's like that is that says it all. And Dave, you feel free inside yourself, don't you? Dave, you're a remarkable man in several ways because you're the kind of guy that's going to get whatever it is that you want to get. You're going to show up wherever you want to show up and you're going to accomplish whatever it is. I mean, if you could find that and, and things are meant to be for you, Dave, because if you were able to, meant to be, find uh, Barton and Megan's video and to be able to connect with Barton, and I know what he's like as a human being personally, so... Um, you were, it was all meant to be kind of thing, and you crossed continents to be able to connect with this man who could um, show you what you already know to be true. Dave said he's always believed in himself. Ever since he was a baby. Nothing is impossible. Linda, what kind of mother are you? <laughs> what do you say? Horrible. horrible. Uh, uh, Dave, Dave, uh, honestly now. <laughs> I mean, remember. So, what kind of mother are you, Linda? Hands-on, Mum. You're yeah. you're hands-on. Yeah, I've got six kids. This is the oldest one, and um, wow, we are very close. We're all very intertwined in each other's lives, and I really enjoy my children. Oh my God! 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 Did you all hear this? This woman. <laughs> this woman. Oh my God. What do you say? He's singing hallelujah. You know, this is just so truly amazing, the story inside the story. Here's this uh, remarkable woman who has six children, and Dave is her oldest. And for some people, I mean, that would have been enough. Dave would have been enough. But this woman had five more children. How beautiful is this? Dave, you are one great guy, and I know that you're five, you're five, what do you have, brothers or sisters, or what? All sisters? Um, he said, I have four sisters and one brother, so, can you believe it? Four sisters. Yeah. 
You, what? Say that again. You said, can you believe I have four sisters? It makes me go crazy. Yeah, I bet it does. And, and I'll tell you something. You're, I, I know you are a great big brother. He tries to be. Yeah. He's doing it. Great, great role model, great older brother, and I guarantee when they do something wrong, they don't want to come into his space, that's for sure. He's going to tell them right off the bat what to do. He always tells them he's going to run them over in this wheelchair if they're naughty. Oh, 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 contact you what is it like for you for, you, for this love that you share in your heart to be seen like this what's it like for you i feel very humbled and well used Martin feels very humbled and well used and well used yes well used yes. wow that's a poet talking, like a journalist. They always have the perfect way to explain something in the most human words. Well used. What What is Dave saying? Can he put that on Facebook? <laughs> uh, yeah. Can he put that on Facebook? Yes. I would say I'd say one thing to you, Dave. You ain't used up enough yet. You got some using to be used up for. There's a lot more there. Oh, yeah. You got some using to be done. I guarantee it. Don't worry. I will be used. I know you will. So, Dave, we only have another, another minute. So just give us a, a little bit just a little teeny bit about what you, you know, your closing words for the world. What would you like to say to the world? Don't have fear of disabilities. We all have disabilities of our own. Be open-minded. That's it. You know, Chris on our chat says, Dave, have a great time on, on your date. Keep the love, Megan and Barton. And to Linda, you are a most wonderful, loving mom. Thanks to all for being here with us today, sharing your lives and your love. Linda, what about a closing remark from you? Um, just that I think Barton has been wonderful and Megan for Dave um, at a time where he was really trying to explore that part of his uh, life and what, what it might bring for him. Um, and uh, Barton's assisted Dave to really know that, and your book in particular, because you read it again and again, that what he's been taught by our family, which is you can do anything, 
really is true and it's really helped us confidence. Mm -hmm. I love it. Thank That's you. Great. It came at a perfect time, I'm sure. I mean, I mean, what do you do? Put in YouTube, somebody teach me how to, you know, do this or that. I mean, that was just perfect. Um, Barton, Megan, Megan, you go first. What is your closing statement? My closing statement is to really love life, you know, to enjoy the life that we have. There's, um, there's so much that we can learn from each other and experience from each other and to really take the time to do that. Thank you. Barton? Love on. What, what did he say? Love on. What? Love on. Love on. And you said something about the Titanic song. Do you have a line? Oh, yes. What is it? <laughs> one, of the, one of the pictures I was on, I was, I had actually was on Barton's shoulders, you know, with my arms spread out. So we were, I was singing <laughs> a song from the Titanic. <laughs> and what's the line? <laughs> and love will go on. And love will go on. And to everybody out here, love will go on. Just open up your heart, have humor, um, and be yourself, reach out, and enjoy life and all that life has to offer, and come to our show every week because this is where it's happening. And I love you all for being here today. So thank you so much for sharing with us. Linda, Dave, Barton, Megan, mwah. Thank you to you all. Amnon, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, to, to our dear friend Carrie, who has a show on here, we want you to get well real soon, honey. So I'll talk to you in a few minutes. Love you all very much. Thanks. Bye. 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 You are tuned to the Nissan Communications Network. Our weekly lineup of call-in programs includes Computers 2K Now with Amnon Nissan, Sundays, 9 a.m. till noon. Carrie's Psychic Cafe with Carrie Silkowski, Sundays, 8 till 9 p.m. Health In with Debbie Brooke. Mondays, 11 a.m. till noon. Breaking Free with Marilyn Shannon. Mondays, 1 till 2 p.m. Lessons of Vietnam with NCVVI members the second and fourth Wednesday of each month from 7.30 till 8.30 p.m. Reawaken Your Brilliance with Julie Seibert. Wednesdays, 9 till 10 p.m. And if you tuned in too late, you can always watch each program in its entirety or download an MP3 audio file of it at www.nissancommunications.com. Sponsored by thatvidblasterguy.com, carolinaapparel.com, and deltaforce.net. <laughs>